welcome to the next episode. Oh, you're blurry as hell right now. It doesn't. <laughs> Carlos is blurry. Where is my. Uh... Okay, now you're not blurry. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Uh, the, the role of Carlos is played by Bigfoot. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you ever hear that uh, uh, Robin Williams uh, set about. Uh, no, it was a uh, uh, not Robin Williams. It was a uh, oh shit, what's his name? Um, Mitch Hedberg had a, had a thing where it's like uh, I'm starting to believe that Bigfoot is blurry. <laughs> no, like somewhere there is a large hairy animal, and he's out of focus. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I heard that one. I like his stuff though. <laughs> oh, I do too. Uh, and it, it, it like uh, uh, you ever been shown a camera, uh, a picture of somebody, and they say this is a picture of me when I was younger. I was yeah, like, every photo, yeah, <laughs> every every photo yeah. I've heard that one. When you were younger, I did hear that one. If you could find a picture of you when you were older, I would like to see that camera. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to uh, we are ready to believe you the show where we talk about fake ghost busting and real ghosts. Uh, <laughs> we, yeah, Today we are going to discuss our own paranormal experiences, just as, as everybody has so far on this show. We don't like to have, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? We don't like to have people just blindly believe any story that they hear. But yeah. at the same time, neither of our stories today will have any proof. So yeah. you can either believe us or not. Uh, but, you know, these these are the experiences that made us the way we are today. Uh, wildly uh, filled with anxiety. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I will go first. Uh, so the thing that got me into the paranormal uh, really isn't... I was into the paranormal forever. You know, Ghostbusters was really kind of my gateway into it, like paranormal elimination and whatnot. Uh, I always thought that was a really cool idea that these people were uh, taking on the unknown Mm -hmm. and that there was something strangely comforting in that. So whenever I went in and started researching this kind of thing, I thought it was really Incredible. But the thing is, I never had any experiences that weren't easily explainable, like something fell over or, you know, something like that. Uh, And uh, there were a few weird things that happened that I couldn't explain. And I might go into those in a future date. But the one I'm talking about today is the thing that made me start believing without a doubt that there was something among us. and, and it wasn't something you could shoot out of an airlock. Uh, I'm sorry, that's a bad joke. So, <laughs> I, ju- I just got that. <laughs> so, uh, rewind to, I want to say I was maybe 20, 21. Um, and uh, it was like the early 2000s, late 90s, something like that. And I was working at a place, uh, a pizza place. And my mom was coming to pick me up. I'm unsure why my car was not working. Uh, I can't remember those details. Mm -hmm. What I do remember is we were driving down the road 
And while we were driving, you could see these two boys walking down the street. Mm-hmm. And they were one of them was shorter, one of them was a little taller. So it looked like probably a brother, uh, a set of brothers. Okay. That were walking like uh, one was escorting the other. And so maybe like one older than the other, like a right. big brother and a younger brother kind of thing. And I, and the thing is, is that you you could make out a lot of detail on these people, and they looked anachronistic. They looked like they were from the the eighties, huh. like the the late eighties, um, because they were you know they had the little boy was wearing like short shorts and yeah. a um like a collared shirt. Which is, you know, that's an '80s attire. We, yeah, we're sure. in the late '90s, early 2000s. That would have that looked weird to me. Right. So whatever we were driving up, it's like so it oh, stood out. Okay. Uh, the other kid was wearing like an orange or red shirt, and uh, also a like a either a button up or a Izod type shirt, and uh, but he was wearing jeans, and as we were coming up on them they turned around and looked at us it, it, you know how whenever you're driving down the road and there's kids on the side of the road if they're paying attention a lot of times they'll look up and see what's going right ask them right um sometimes they'll want to wave or something like that especially back in those days um so we were driving up and and they looked like they were going to try to cross the street they were right there by the stop sign that we were at. and they both looked at the car and i'm i swear they were they looked at me they acknowledged i was there you know the thing um but as we got even with them they weren't there anymore now let me get paint a little bit of a picture here interesting here's 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 the setup Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there is a privacy fence about four or five feet of yard the stop sign at the corner and then the road okay so this was, was a so uh, sorry so this is like in a neighborhood road not like on a correct this is okay, the right. uh this is a suburb i can tell you exactly where it was it was at the corner of oakland and big ridge road wait was it big ridge Waycross. Let me let me look at real quick because I can't remember if it's Waycross or Big Ridge, but it well it doesn't matter. They're yeah, yeah I guess that, that doesn't they're matter. parallel with one another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, if you go to that that location right now, you'll see what I'm looking at. Now this was of course 20 years ago. I I haven't seen I haven't been there sure, in yeah. quite some time. Right. So I don't know what it looks like now, but you will see that intersection now. I've gone past that intersection my whole life. Like I literally have gone past that intersection more times than I've ever seen before. There's nowhere for them to have gone. Not that they would have been able to, because I was looking at them the entire time. Yeah. Looking at them. And then they just weren't there anymore. They didn't fade away. They didn't move. They didn't go somewhere. The fence is, there's no door there. There, there. there is an access point, but it's about 20 feet away from where they were standing. Right. So they would have had to have run over there. And like I said, they just weren't 
there there's no one else around no other vehicles um and and it just it was the weirdest thing i had ever seen in my life it was and it, it honestly it might to this day be the one thing i w- go back to and say i don't know what happened there and i said out loud that was weird mm. and then when i said that my mom says oh thank god you saw that too <laughs> yeah. i i would also be saying that so here i am hoping i was just tired from work you know what i'm saying i honest to god thought that you know because the way my schedule was set up is that i woke up at 7 a.m uh no i woke up at 6 a.m every morning to make it to work at 7 a.m and then i would make uh i would roll the dough out for sicily well i'll say it's sicily's it's still there uh some people still know me from there but uh you roll the dough out there and then I would go home after it opened up. I would help set up the buffet and then go home. I would take a nap and then I would go back to work. I would make the dough and then I would set it up for the rest of the night. And then I'd come home then. So I was in, uh, this was at the end of a day like that. And it, those split shifts blow. Yeah. And I was exhausted. The sun is coming down. And here I am seeing this and thinking, okay, this could have been a whole bunch of different things. I'm tired. The sun's going down, shadows. I could be just losing my mind. I could be dehydrated. I don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like, you know, uh, Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah. So you could be a, a, a touch of mustard, a bit of cheese, <laughs> you know. And, but when my mom says, I'm glad you saw that too. Well, that takes all that away. Yeah, that's like, <laughs> oh, no, conf- confirmation from another person. It's like, and I didn't even ask for it. I didn't want, I wanted her to not tell me that because then I could have forgotten it for the rest of my life. Right. And I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now. What <laughs> you know, talking to you about this thing that happened because how do you explain that? Yeah. That And, and I'm like, wait, you saw that too. And she's like, yeah, my mom said that they look just like these two boys that, that she knew growing, growing up in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, not that, not she was growing up in the area. They were growing up in the area. They used right. to, to walk up and down the street. They lived down the road from us. I see. Now, I cannot confirm that part of it, uh, because I didn't recognize them. And if they died in the mid eighties, like my mom said, they did. Mm-hmm. I would not have remembered them because I would have been like five. So interesting. Uh, right. Well, and that was going to be like a next thing. It was like, have if you had known anybody, you know, like a group of kids or, you know, a couple of kids that had passed, you know, in the area or, you know, if yeah. you had ever like looked it up on, you know, after like the internet was a thing, you know, like, a, no, there wasn't an up, internet or anything. No, no, no. Well, there wasn't no, an internet. No, but, I'm talking you know, about now and look up like old newspaper. Right. Well, but that's the thing we didn't know about, you know, because it was something that I knew about the event that she was talking about, because uh, what happened is uh, there was a a, um, like a teenage boy uh, was taking his younger brothers to 
to the mall, I believe it was, and was in a terrible car accident in that area. And uh, they passed away, unfortunately. Mm. And the rest of the boys, there were two other boys. uh, Well, actually, I think it was only one other boy at the time. So the one other boy survived. Okay. And it really, it honestly really messed him up. He, He was not the same. Right, yeah. That uh, happened. I would imagine so. But um and that's why, you know, uh if you're listening to the edited version of this, I said their name earlier and I was like, you know what, I probably shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. But it's one of the things that le- leads a lot of credence to me. Uh because I didn't know about this event beforehand because our families were very close to each other. My dad was in the fire department and so was uh many of that family. Mm-hmm. And it was, um, and he responded to the call when it happened. Uh, so, you know, they, there was a lot tied into it, mm-hmm. but I, I, for the life of me, I would not, I don't know how, how that would have, I can't figure out a way to explain it other than yeah, th- that had to be a ghost. And it just, it just felt so visceral. It it was like, you know, when it happened, it just, everything was so normal that day. And then I didn't expect to see anything wild like that. Yeah. And, you know, it's not like I was out ghost hunting or anything like that. And of course this was a time frame where nobody had phones or anything like that. Right. Right. I wouldn't have been filming anyway because there was nothing spectacular about what was happening. Right. it just, I, I'm just, I, I will never ever forget the looks on their faces when they looked at me mm. and then they were gone, mm. not there anymore. Benito, gone, disappeared. They oh, snapped away. God. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> just so odd that, you know, like, uh, that had to have been pretty jarring, you know, to just like one minute that, you know, you're looking at something and then all of a sudden it's just like, what, what? You know? Yeah, where where did this where did they go? <laughs> what is who who was that? I mean, yeah. I, I just and, and after I got home, I didn't do it like immediately. I decided I was going to walk over there. And uh cuz I I I used to walk around all over the place there because, you know, that's where I had my childhood. And back in the 80s when I was a child, we could do that. We could go wherever right. the hell we wanted. Right. And um so I was wandering up and down the street like looking around and seeing, Hey, is there somewhere they could have gone? You know, uh, there, there's no storm drain there. Cause there's that whole neighborhood has a series of ditches and there's no way for them to have been, they weren't near any of those. Um, it just nowhere for them to have gone. And I don't know how they would have, because they were less than six feet away from me whenever it, yeah. happened. it was like, yeah, I would say, I mean, legitimately, probably about five feet away from me mm. when when it happened. Like, it, okay. it, it's right in front of me. Right. And I'm in the passenger seat, so it's, like, right next to me. Right. And my, uh, it, I, 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 I don't know. They, I can't even recall whether or not they, they showed up in the reflections on the windshield or anything like that. Because I really... Yeah. Thinking about it now, I do believe I saw like the 
the um, color uh, of their shirts just coming up on the windshield. Uh, you know how how the light was because the light yeah. the, the 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 sun was going down, so you know the lighting was in, in, in an interesting. Right, so uh, it would have reflected it right in your direction, <laughs> and, and then it just wasn't there anymore. It's just the, the whole thing gone. Yeah. And it's so 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 they were like physically there, and then they physically just weren't. It's so weird. I don't know. It's very odd. I really wish that there was some sort of documentation of it in some way, but just can't. There's no. Yeah, I, yeah. That's the thing is, like with, with our stories, uh, and, and I'll get to mine in in just a bit. But you know, with our stories, like it's just stuff that we've experienced, and it's mm-hmm. like there's, you know, what I mean. Like I have no proof. No. You know, and and to the uh, per, you know, whoever's listening to you know to the podcast, um, you know, or the video, if we you know if we do the video and whatnot, then you know it, it'd be like, oh, that guy's just full of shit. You know, <laughs> you know, he's, <laughs> right. make, he's making up some stuff. Uh, one but, of these guys is an award-winning writer. <laughs> yeah, that is exactly correct. Yeah, Hansel, boy, that was that was pretty good. It was just shitty enough to be believable, but uh, interesting enough to you know have a listen. But and that's the thing is, you know, there uh, with our stories, there is there is no proof. And I will oh. say we, I'm going to say, you know, for mine, I, I can't even say, you know, conclusive, inconclusive. I only know what I experienced. Right. And, and you know what I mean? And I, think, and I can't even I can't I even what argue. We ended on that. with Ro- with Ryan's last week is that, you know, it's something he experienced. Right. But there's no proof of it. Right. So, you know, we think it happened. But we don't know, right. <laughs> you know. We, yeah, we just don't. like yeah, like I believe he, you know, believes he saw something, you know, or right. had that experience rather, and I believe him, you know, in that. And here's, uh, and just to go back to last week's episode, also, uh, Jason Robbins, our friend and yeah, former guest of the show, uh, <laughs> he he, uh, Jason's just full of took, shit, and he did uh, no, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> He took umbrage with the fact that you said that he was let, like, like you, you trusted oh, yeah. Ryan. Oh, oh yeah. And Ryan's, he's like, oh, Ryan's well, trustworthy. Rusty. Me, I guess. <laughs> I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it in that way. No, it's, it, 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 it's, it's more along the lines of Jason really didn't experience anything. Right. That's, <laughs> that's the thing is like, yeah, it right. was nearby. Something happened. Yeah. Something happened. Something might've happened nearby. That was weird. Yeah, and, and then they saw the aftermath. Right. So, uh, and, and that's what I was trying to get him to understand is that it's not so much that we don't believe right in the experience. Right. We don't. We can't say that there wouldn't be an explanation for it. You know, right. that's that's what we're saying. Yeah, that's uh, that's all. That's all I can say about that is like, yeah, it's not that I don't believe Jason. I I, right. I don't believe Jason is the type of person to just make up bullshit. Uh, uh no. you know, in in this manner. Yeah, in a joking way. He will way, make that bullshit. But, yeah. No, no, no. I, that's what I'm saying. In a joking matter, yeah, I know he would. You know what I mean? He's a jokester. <laughs> but not for this kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, I, right. I believe he believes also that something happened. He cannot explain it, it you know, conclusively. Only right. what he experienced. And the only thing he experienced was he saw the aftermath. Right, he saw and, he saw a picture yeah. knocked over, and he, he saw an egg fall to the ground. Yeah, and that's it. Well, so he didn't it, even see it fall to the ground. He saw right. that it had fallen to the that ground. it had fallen to the ground. That's what I'm saying. This is like, yeah, and that's what it is. So, 
Yeah, so um, he's not afterwards. That's like, you know, you go and you, you walk, and I'm not comparing the two, but I'm just saying, in a sense, that's like walking, you know, down the road and finding, you know, a dollar on the ground and go, hmm, must have been a ghost that gave me a dollar, <laughs> you know, I mean. Pennywise is after me. Yeah. Uh, but Scoring me into the, the store. <laughs> there's, not, there's not a storm drain anywhere. Yeah, really. Uh, but, but you know what I mean, like that's all you know. Jason is has other about. stories that I've heard, yeah, him tell, and I can't wait for him to tell those. The ones oh, that I think to. are wild. Um, I don't know if he still even remembers them, so I don't even know if he'll do it. But I'll never forget him because that's who I am as a person. Yeah, I remember. You me um, weird. I remember y'all talking about one uh, yeah, about where y'all worked at and stuff and everything. So I'll. Dude, that's I, another I'm not one. Gonna yeah. Say, yeah, yeah. That, so that, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna them, get man. into that because I know I've heard that one before. I don't right. know which one he, you know, I know we're talking about having him back on the show at some point. I don't know. what a lie. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. so, you know, I don't know, you know, what, what he's going to want to share next. So I don't want to spoil anything, you know, getting any facts wrong and whatnot and everything. Cause I only heard the story like once. Now here's, so. here's something I do want to say. Uh, we're going to take a little bit of a break between you and me. Uh, so um, sure, sure, sure. the, uh, I want to say thank you to our patrons. Yeah, uh, we have two of them. Uh, we have Mike Eveland and uh, we have our odd pod. So thank you very much for the two people who are giving us $3. Thank um, you. The eventually it'll build up enough where we can do something with it. Yeah, right. um, and I think they're actually on the Patreon uh, Patreon to contribute to the game, the D&D the game. The D&D game, the D &D game. yeah. So I don't know. I don't know, uh, you know, I don't want to make another Patreon, so I don't... Right, uh, yeah. So I'm saying that they are our two people. Um, yep. So, if you want our D&D game to be more epic, <laughs> <laughs> or this show to be more professional, uh, whichever one, just tell us which one you are contributing for yes. at uh, R2BY... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Patreon.com slash TheRealBigWall. Yeah. Or you can go to our link tree for all of our other things at uh, linktree.com slash R2BY. Uh, we also uh, have a couple of Ghostbusters news items that I wanted to go over real quick. Mm -hmm. uh, if you go online, you'll see some new uh, TV spots for the movie. Uh, one of them actually shows Ecto-C, which is I saw that. A, a motorbike with a mm -hmm. uh, with a uh, sidecar to it um so that's that's a really exciting thing uh ghostbusters themed rice crispy treats are coming uh as a tie-in for the movie which is very nice um there is going to be a uh new terror dog statue from premium collectible studio so that's nice uh, amc theaters has an exclusive lounge fly ghostbusters proton pack backpack i have the last proton pack backpack they made uh this one looks a little more realistic because it is all black mine has uh hints of gray all over it it has uh -huh. actual patches on the sides of it which is really cool and the cyclotron is uh you know in, in the original it was a like a like a bag that you unzip this one's also like that but it's actually round so that's interesting hmm. uh, the inside print is also different it is slimer uh, on the inside of it, and I believe Stay Puft. Let me let me click on the actual link real quick. Uh, but yeah, that's no, it's Moogly. I'm sorry. Uh, let me see that now. 
I think it's Moogly. Yeah, it's Moogly, Stay Puffed, and uh, Slimer. I don't know okay. if you know who Moogly is. Uh, I just realized that not everybody knows that the ghost inside the No Ghost logo is Moogly. Um, the the um, yeah, I thought, but, for a second there, I thought you were talking to me. I, I don't, I don't know if you know who that. Is. I know who Moogly. <laughs> I was thinking well, the, to myself. The, <laughs> uh, I was like, no, you're talking yeah, to me. You not everybody me. knows. Sorry. Who uh, but uh, it's a really nice bag. They didn't say how much it's going to be, but the one that uh, I have was $100, and I do recommend picking this up when it becomes available February 29th at AMC Theaters uh, on their website. And uh, I also have one last piece of news here. Um, the first draft Ghostbusters script uh, that they wrote in the little uh they locked themselves in a cabin uh and wrote it over a weekend and uh, not a weekend but a week and uh so the first draft of what became ghostbusters uh is going up for auction along with some screen used props as well as maquettes and art pieces that are from the making of the movie uh that is going to be an auction from uh, Entertainment Memorabilia Live, Los Angeles, 2024. Interesting. Uh, so if you're, you want to know more about this, let me, let me interrupt you right quick. Well, you're you're sounding like you're fading out a little bit. Oh, can you hear me? In and out. Yeah, it's like it goes Hello? in and out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I can hear you. Why is it, it just, going um, in and out? I, I think my cord's going out. Yeah, but... I think mine is all the time, and I end up having to replace mine at some point because I. Well, one of the episodes I noticed some clicking, you know, on the whenever, like just every every time I started talking and everything, I had to, and I wiggled around the cord and stuff and everything, and I think I fixed it, but I that's a sign of you know. And the thing is, neither nobody who listened to the show could hear it, but you, and it's it's like, well, I know. Well, I well that's because I edited <laughs> I edited as much of this the, the oh, I see. as I could out, yeah. Well, here's uh so uh if you want more information about Ghostbusters news, I do recommend uh, following Ghostbusters news on all social media. Uh, you can go to their website, ghostbustersnews.com. Uh, I also recommend uh, being on their YouTube channel. They actually go into deep dives about yeah. the information. I also recommend Extra Plasm uh, if you want to get even more granular into it. Jason from Ghostbusters News is on it occasionally. But what they do is they essentially do interviews with the actual Ghostbusting, um, uh, what are they called, the, the, the franchises all over the country. Uh, they do a lot of uh, uh, interviews, and they talk about the news and things of that nature. And it's a, It runs a little long, but it's a, it's a good site. That's where I get all my news from, from these two sources. I uh, recommend them both. Uh, we're just, I'm, I just, we just talk about the things that excite us. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're less than 30 days away from the movie. I know. I am I am hyped. I can't wait to get my tickets. Look, Wally, I haven't been to an AMC in a while because we generally don't go to AMC because it's just so crowded. Right. But, uh, you know, and we go to a, a, a smaller theater. They, they've gotten newer screens. And, man, I love going to that theater because it's not usually full. Like, I... I'm one of those people. I'm a patient man, Wally. Look, I will wait a week or two to, you know, for let the crowds go down and stuff, no matter how much I want to, you know. But yeah. certain movies, I'm just going to be like, gotta, gotta go this weekend. 
you know what I do? I actually buy two tickets in a lot of cases. Well, well, what one for well, me and one doing, for an empty seat. What we end up doing is we go early in the daytime. Uh, we we generally go to like you know one of the first showings of the day. That way, it's less crowded, regardless, because you know, on on the actual like release day, because you know like the, some of the theaters, you know, they'll do the midnight screenings and whatnot and all that. Right. They'll do all that. Well, I'm uh, going to be at the Grand in yeah. uh, in the Iberville, so that's where I'm going to see this movie. Yeah, I don't know. If I don't I'm gonna, know when, <laughs> but I don't I don't know because. Yeah, the the AMC it has it is an IMAX, you know. Um, so I, you know, do I want to see it in IMAX? I don't know. It's it's a close, you know what I mean? Like I uh, want to, but also at the same time, I kind of don't because I'd rather just go to that other theater. It's a really nice theater, you know. It's uh, independently owned kind of thing, and uh, you know they they only have a couple of theaters in the uh, in the whole state, and uh, what do you call it? It's uh, I don't know. I'm. I may. I may. I have no idea though. Well, um. Now let's uh move on to your story. All right. <laughs> All right. Oh, Here we go, Wally. Oh, you know, when I was young, I saw a ghost. All right, that's the show, that's everybody. The show, everybody. All right, see y'all next time. And no. <laughs> so, trying to. Oh, my watch is uh. That I uh, apparently got enough activity, I guess. I guess my moving around. I tend to fidget a lot, so I don't know if, if you know, if we ever do a release video and stuff, people will see that I fidget a lot and I'll move around and my hands move and whatnot. If you're on our Patreon, you will see this. <laughs> yes. So yeah. So if you're uh, if you're a patron, you can see me fidget around as as uh... <laughs> I'm just sitting here. But anyway. Uh, so, mine isn't going to be uh, quite as uh, uh, detailed and you know and well thought out. Honestly, I, I'm not a good storyteller in that sense. I I should have written it down and whatnot, but you know I don't know. Um, but here we are. So, I had uh, lots of experiences uh, growing up. They were always ever so brief. Um, None of them were particularly uh, fun <laughs> experiences. Um, so growing up, uh, my grandmother was uh, somewhat of a of a healer type person. Think think like a you know medicine woman, medicine man kind of thing. Uh, you know, made uh, you know uh, took uh, you know. Uh, uh, like plants and whatnot and everything and made her own brews and stuff and everything to like rub on, you know, cuts and, right. you know, things of that sort, you know, and, and just in general to, uh, you know, to help with fever and whatnot. Uh, so she was very versed in, in, in local plant life and how to make uh, medicine out of it. I don't know, I guess if you want to call it that, but uh, yeah, that's uh, kind of what she did. And ruined. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I don't, I, I don't know what she was, you know, I, I, some kind of healer, you know. That's all I remember, you know, of that. Right. And because uh, she stopped practicing uh, as I, as I got a little older, so uh, you know, 
it, it it came up because I had an uncle that would uh that would call her witch. <laughs> so this because that's what she was to him, like you know, the witch in the family. So uh and she he didn't mean it like in a mean way, it was like an endearing term, you know. Right. And uh so well really he would call her Bruja, which is Spanish for witch, you know. <laughs> so that's an amazing word. Yes. Which, yeah, Bruja. Um, so, anyway, uh, one of these experiences I'll share uh, was one of my more scarier experiences growing up. I, I don't recall exactly how old I was. I was uh, fairly young, um, you know, uh, maybe five, six, somewhere around in there. I think I was... Uh, as kindergarten, though I don't know, I was a uh, a little bit of a chicken though, and I, and I was scared of the dark a lot, mm. and uh, I was scared of the dark for the longest time, even as an adult. Uh, you know, it bothered me uh, up until a few years ago, but that's a whole nother thing. So, uh, I remember uh, I was in bed. Um, uh, one evening with uh, with my parents, I was sleeping on top of the covers, and they were under their. I think they were under the covers. I don't remember that detail, you know, whether or not they were under the covers or not. But I remember I was sleeping in between them, and um, I happened to uh, stir and wake up because I heard a noise, and I couldn't figure out what I had heard, you know, because it was dark, the lights were off, it was nighttime, and I was scared of the dark, so I sure as shit wasn't gonna, you know, start peeking over the bed, you know, right. where where it's darker, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, this was an older house, um, you know, we had uh, a little bit of light coming in from the window that was behind us, uh, but the headboard covered up most of that window, and there was a little bit of light coming from the top. And that's pretty much it. So there was a little bit of light, but not a lot. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so I wake up and there was some kind of noise. And I could hear something. And I didn't know what it was. I couldn't. And and it turns out it was kind of like a, like a scratching noise. Uh, and it was sounded like, to me, it was coming from under the bed. And, of course, you know, as a kid, kids are always scared of stuff under the bed, you know? Yeah. But in this case, you know, and I thought I was, you know, uh, I didn't, I, you know, like I said, and I know a lot of people say, well, well you probably dreamt that as a kid. Uh, this is, no. <laughs> uh, I, I can, agree. No, I can, without a doubt, you know, I know it for a fact this was not a dream you know what i mean like i know it i know people are going to be like no nah, you probably dreamt it you were like five or six no i had a lot of experiences wally over the, over the years growing up in that place and i know for a fact this was not this something that was up, just yeah right with the rest of yeah your yeah with with other things that were just happening in the house and i don't know if any of my other family ever experienced any of these other things i'm not done with my story i'm just rambling for a second uh 
I don't know if anybody else in the family experienced any of these things because we never talked about that kind of stuff. Um, my family was very uh, religious kind of thing, you know, and that's part of why my grandmother uh, stopped her uh, medicinal practices. I don't know, whatever, whatever you want to call it, because, you know, it was uh, like, oh, uh, witchcraft, you know, kind of thing. And so she kind of she stopped doing it. Right. Um, you know, for, for the uh, sake of religion. So. Anyhow. Uh, so our our family never really talked about that much, you know. Um, so I heard the scratching uh, under the bed and stuff and everything, you know, and and I, you know, thought maybe it was a cat or something like that because we had cats. We also had dogs, but they were all outside animals. And, uh, you know, we had like a lot of uh, we, we were at the time we were staying at a uh, at a property that had like 20 acres and whatnot. And, we, you know. You know, it was pretty big, you know. I got to run around there a lot, and I got to see a lot of scary things because I got to run around a lot on my own, as it was in the 80s, Wally. Right. <laughs> I did whatever I wanted on 20 acres, you know. Well, right. that, the, yeah. the, I, I never really left, like, the first acre of the land, you know. Like, there was a cornfield in the back and whatnot, and there was a, uh, a water well nearby. But, uh, you know, didn't really... Uh, didn't really go much further than that, you know, because right. uh, I just I tended to stay near the house because I was a Freddy cat as a child. But also, anyway, uh, and there was snakes and whatnot and everything, rattlesnakes at that. So we, you know, I, t- I tended to stay near the house uh, where the, the cats were around and they, they took care of some snakes. Um. Anyway, so the noise started getting uh, louder and it sounded like it was. Uh, crawling? Does that make sense? I don't know if you understand, like, if you can hear, like, dragging on the ground. You know what I mean? Like, okay. that kind of noise. That's what I can most relate to. Is Like a shuffling type? Kind of like a shuffling. Yeah, uh, I, I guess. I don't know. Other than, like, a dragging on wood floors. Okay. So, um, and this is an older house, so it was real wood it's not the like paneling kind of thing it was like real wood so it made that wood scrape you know and uh uh after a moment you know like i i realized that i was hearing this thing and it was coming it was like at the foot of the bed right and and, because now i could hear it audibly there you know and uh, after which, uh, you know, like, and I'm getting scared at this, you know, like, I'm like, oh, no, you know, like, I am, like, trembly, you know, I don't I was like, what the right. hell is that noise, you know, something's crawling from under the bed. And sure enough, Wally, I see a a hand slowly rising up from under the foot of the bed, from the bottom of the foot of the bed. Now, I'm towards the pillows at the top between my parents. Now, my parents are not awake. I try to stir them. I am shaking them. I am, uh, you know, halfway crying because I see a hand coming up from the foot of the bed. Not just any hand, Wally. It's a skeleton hand. So it was just bones. 
Your childhood was directed by Sam Raimi. It was, I know. I don't, yeah, I know. So it was just bones, and they were ever so slightly just coming out slowly, like just slow, and grabbed onto the, the foot of the bed as if to pull himself up. Or, or I don't know if, whatever it was. And I am like, you know, shitting bricks at this. <laughs> right. You know, because, you know, and ever so slightly, this part of the head starts to rise up. No eyes. It's just a skeleton. And I can see up to maybe like two thirds of the way down, like where the jaw, but at a ever so slight angle, like, you know, he's doing like this kind of thing, you know, like, oh, like, oh, let me see if I can do it on the camera. So he's basically like this. What y'all doing up there? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, like just peering over halfway sideways at a 35, 45 degree angle somewhere that way. And not the entire thing was showing for the moment. And I don't know how to explain it. Even though this thing had no eyes. And it was just darkness there. That thing was looking at me directly. And I don't know how to explain it. Because there is no expression on skeleton face. There's no muscles, there's no skin, there's nothing. It's just bone. Skeleton. Yeah. But I could see that son of a bitch smiling an evil grin. Like, ha! You were scared of me. Like Skeletor showed up. Yeah, kind of, you know, and he's just... And it, this only lasted a few seconds, you know, it wasn't forever, but it felt like forever was. So that thing pulled itself up ever so slightly some more, as if to reach for my feet. So I'm, like, kicking, you know, like, my feet, like, bringing my feet up, you know, as much as I can. And I am just, like, you know, trying to wake my parents, and they will not wake. So nobody can hear me. The ghost of Quentin Tarantino's got me. Yeah, I know. So, you know, and this is my grandmother's in the same house. She's only like two rooms down. I have an older sister that was in the next room. Nobody heard me yelling and screaming. So this is why another thing like people are going to be like, yeah, it's a dream. You couldn't, you know, they're not going to wake up. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, but I'm telling you, Wally, it was not a dream. I still have very vivid memories of that night. So as I'm backing away, that skeleton just like stops. And he starts to just like retreat backwards slowly, slowly. Just looking. Just looking. Like I was just browsing. Yeah. And don't be like that about it. Shit. Yeah. yeah I just <laughs> called it all But and that was one of my experiences. It it went back under the bed. So to this day, Wally, it bothered me. Or I'm not saying I'm not gonna say to this day, because now I have a, a thing where 
I intentionally I walk in the dark whenever I whenever I go I like out in the you know to go to the bathroom or whatnot in, in the middle of the night if I get to get up I don't turn on the lights and everything I put my feet off the side of the bed but for the longest time I would not let my feet hang off the side of the bed and I would never sleep above the covers anymore so I would just, yeah, like it just, I, it, it was, it, the thing was there, you know, the, the, the monster, the skeleton. So I couldn't, uh, I couldn't do it, you know, for the longest time. And right. uh, until I became an adult and I was like, I ain't afraid of you. So, you know, cause it, other than scare me and be, you know, a dick about, yeah. you know, what it was doing it didn't do anything to me right. you know what i mean like it didn't even make physical contact that's one thing I, I i have a theory about is that if you are genuinely not afraid of things they just it, it loses power over you yeah and that's uh that's kind of where we're at now uh so that was my experience as a kid and i'll i'll, I'll briefly touch on the fact that uh, where i live now is uh you know uh, we're pretty positive that there's a ghost or something here because we've had a couple of experiences and whatever in in other things and i'll go over that another time you know maybe i'll share that story um that one's not uh as uh you know as scary or anything but no, there's been some instances here there, but now because i am a different person than i was and i, I am i'm not gonna say I ain't gonna say that I'm not afraid of anything, Wally. But I'm just gonna say, you know, uh, all of these experiences, <laughs> all of these experiences, you know, as a kid, I was very frightened of these things that were scary that, you know, hadn't right. no explanation. I didn't understand it. But as an adult, none of them ever actually did anything to me other than scary. Be scary, yeah, yeah, and and menacing and and whatnot, you know. Come out and, and saying boo at you. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> all it was. It was it was just to get a rise, I guess. I don't know, you know. You don't and, know how to think. Yeah, and and that's all that's all it was. So as an adult, I'm like, yeah, they didn't do anything to me other than like you know scare me. So point, I used to. There's have nothing a... to be afraid of. So I, you know, I am. Right. I, I walk in the dark now, Wally. I hang my feet on there, and I tell the boogeyman, "I ain't afraid of you." You are also a Ghostbuster, so you yes, know. Uh, yeah, I ain't afraid of no ghost. <laughs> I uh, one thing that that I always talk about is how, um, yeah, if you, if you are not afraid of anything of them, it just it, it seems like it, they kind of lose power. Yeah, and I used to do a stand up, uh, bit where I talk about how, you know, ghosts are always basically the same in these videos that you see. They're always, like, just poking their heads in. Mm-hmm. Like, that. hey, what's going on in there? <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Uh, so you kind of think, you know, maybe it's just, like, doorways are haunted or, or you know, there's not yeah. nothing in there. It's just, you know, they're just kind of hanging out. They got That little, that doorway is a portal. Go. Right, the doorway is literally a portal. Yeah. And it's a portal a doorway. is a doorway. And, uh, but the thing is, is that if they ever do try, the reason why I'm not scared of them is because if they hurt me, if they kill me, then now I'm with you. Yeah. And I'm about to you up. 
<laughs> now, now we're on even playing ground. Like, you son bitch, you, 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 yeah, yeah, that's exactly correct. Oh, uh, now we're in this together, but <laughs> yeah, you're not. Lo- I'm not locked in here with you anymore. You're yeah. locked in here with me. That's exactly correct. I've been planning for this since day one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, but yeah, that's a that's a that, so that was my experience uh, as a, or yeah. one of many. Honestly, I've I've over You'll, the years uh, I I saw many things and right, and we're and gonna that. go over more. Yeah, because you know we have more episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when we don't have when we don't have a guest or a topic, we're going to record more of these. Yeah, but uh, and we might do like you know experiences trying to go places that are supposed to be haunted and things of that nature. Yeah. Uh, so if you want that kind of thing, don't forget we have that Patreon. Uh, go to uh, patreon.com slash the real big wall. Give us a couple of bucks. You can always give us more than $3 if you want to be like, hey, here's here's $100. Go to New Orleans and, and to this place. I know a guy. Or that kind of this, thing. Yeah. And uh, we would love to do something like that. Uh, also, if you want to meet me, you can uh, just look at my social media. And see when I'm going to actually see that movie, uh, the, the, the Ghostbusters. But yeah. uh, I guess that's the end of the show. And yeah, yeah, sure. With that being said, you can find us on various pl- podcasting platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you would like to email us, email us at myghostreport at gmail.com. If you have a story to share or would like to share your story as a guest, feel free to contact us either at any of our social media platforms. Uh, you can go to the Linktree page at linktree.com slash R2BY. That's R, the number two, B-Y. Also, don't forget to rate and subscribe this if you are on any of the podcasting platforms because that is the biggest way to get the word out on the show. If you can't give us any money, by, by God, give us a like, a share, a, a review on Apple Podcasts will be very useful. Just anything like that. Share our, our stuff. I wanted to do a giveaway, but I uh, ended up not being able to secure the thing I was going to give away. So it's, uh, but maybe in the future. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I'm working on it. Uh, but yes, please do like, share, subscribe. And, uh, you know, we're not Mr. B, so it's not going to be like $10,000 worth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, if you want to pretend we're Mr. Beast, please do so. Uh, but anything you want to say? No, I think you covered it all. Uh, yeah, you got the you got all the links and the and the show info and stuff and everything. Good job, Wally. <laughs> a lot better than I did. Well, live long and smoke meats, everybody. See you next time. Bye.